Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ciao Bella, it's Paul. I'm back from Italy and ready to talk about Amore and a race to the altar with Sarah. Ooh, and am I adopting a kid? We're getting into all that on the Hey Fresh podcast. Love it. Fridays at the Fountain. Need to unwind after a busy week? Oh my God, we all do. Try Fridays at the Fountain in Crystal City, a weekly pop-up beer and wine garden with great live music in an outdoor beautiful setting. More at crystalcity.org. Wolf Trap, have you seen them this summer? Go out there. Go to wolftrap.org. You can buy tickets to all their upcoming shows, including Daddy Yankee will be there and Aretha Franklin. Wolftrap.org. I'm great. How are you? We're so good. We've missed you. Everybody has been wondering, is he ever coming back? What's I, the scoop? I saw some comment that you had taken my face off of the iTunes um, photo. And I was like, you know what? Because, you know, we were six hours ahead in Italy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And I was, you know, drunk on Vino Rosa. <laughs> Vino Rosso. So, the, you know, I know what? how to say that. Vino Blanco is white wine and Vino Rosso is like red oh, wine. red wine. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I see this lady comment on this and I'm just like, you know what? Let me go in right now. <laughs> if you took my face off of something, first of all, you moved houses on me. <laughs> yeah, right. So I go away. We're recording in one place. I come back and we have a new home. We have a brand new studio that doesn't have air conditioning, but mine is that. Paul's like, what was the example that you gave? You're like, you walked into this place. You're like, you know what? This is when the wife buys a house. Yeah, and the husband has up. no idea. And you pack the whole shit up and you put it all in the truck. And then the husband shows comes home from work and he's like, this is where we live, honey. And you're like, this is like Karen from Real Housewives of Potomac. 
<laughs> no, she oh, went on the trip. Right, right. And she comes back and she has a new house. Right. And the black Bill Gates, or I don't know, I guess they don't call him that anymore, right? <laughs> no, oh, not they so don't. Much. Oh, <laughs> they really can't. Not so much. <laughs> anyway, we do have a brand new studio. You are back. Yes. Did you check on iTunes? Because I checked, and your picture's still there. So I'm not sure what people write. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't really... The internet was really weird there, so sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. And I mean, as far as I was looking, you're, like, there. But I, that's I okay. It's changed. more important that I'm here. That's absolutely I the truth. I am here, and I'm so happy to see you. I know. I'm, I'm happy to see you. Everybody is thrilled that you're back. We need a recap of your Italy trip. Yeah, I'm going to have to break this up into a call. <laughs> a couple of episodes. You know, I was going... Did you see how many places I went? Well, I actually couldn't keep track because it seemed like you went to Capri. Then you went to Rome. Then did you go back to Capri or something? Well, this is what happened. I flew there. We flew into Rome. And then we got another flight to Brindisi, which is in the south in a region called Puglia. Okay. So we were going to Salento and to Leoka and Tricasse. And that's where I spent the first week. So we were in this fabulous villa right on the sea with that beautiful pool oh my god yes it looked gorgeous Isn't that, that you wasn't were that in. Gorgeous, yes right i was so proud of you by the way For you posted a pic- yes you took your shirt off and you posted a picture and you have a great body oh god i'm gay fat you are not gay fat i'm gay fat oh. i'm hetero average and i'm bi skinny i don't know something <laughs> like that Oh, wait, for the bisexuals, you're skinny? Oh, right, right, because what, they like a little junk in the trunk. Like but they, yeah, they oh. like it in the front and the back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was so proud of you. I was like, you have a great body. You look great. You look so healthy. Like, you really were enjoying yourself. I so enjoyed myself. And, you know, I think I told you all, I mean, we can get to this, but I started in Puglia, and then I went back to Rome. I mean, first of all, the people in Puglia, so warm, so heartfelt. I mean, they're living in castles, inviting us over for dinner. The food was so fresh. The pastas, we were picking herbs out of the garden. I mean, it was just... Yeah, it's a different wine. world, right? They were making the fresh bread. Oh, it was amazing. And the connection with the people, Sarah, I spoke hardly any Italian, you know, just the right. basics. Like, you know, I don't want to tell you the words. You might get an FCC fine. <laughs> but, you know, I know how to ask, are you into me? Am I your type? Okay. Um, but, you know, after that, the connection really was about the heart, right. you know, and the communication. I didn't really get into Google Translator until much later in my trip. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Oh, you didn't know Google Mm-mm. Translator? Oh, So wait, no. is that how you would you eventually communicated with the people eventually, that you met? Eventually, I met this chick that was so bad. She was so badass. Really? Yes, her name was Alessandra Grimaldi. Oh, she is bad as hell. And she became one of my new best friends, but she spoke like no English. Oh, so you had to, like, learn to translate. We were palling around. We were in the club. You know, and in the club is a great equalizer. You don't have to speak the same language. That's true. Yeah, you, you only know, need you... to know a few moves. Right. A few eye contacts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And you can point to the door when you're, like, ready to leave with them. Or you just go to the bathroom and never come back. Exactly. So when we talk about this, I'll talk to you about Ale- <laughs> Alessandra and also Bobo, Christian Bobo Vieri, who is a famous Italian soccer player. He won the World Cup. Everywhere we went, people were chasing behind the cars and the clubs. They went crazy over him. It was absolutely maddening. I love that. He's our friend from Miami. I didn't know he was such a huge star in Italy. And what else happened? I told you about the guy from Brussels. Well, you had told me this before you went. Is he the one that owns the villa that you stayed with? Or was that? No. Okay. Okay. So I didn't get the benefit of any of his good stuff while I was there because I didn't hook up with him until later in my trip. Okay. Because I went to Puglia. I went, then we stayed in Rome for a couple of days. Then we went to Capri where all the people were so rich. Really? Oh, my God. You think you're doing something. You arrive in Capri and you were like, Ugh. Is it all mafia or what do they have? Do they no. actually have jobs? They oh, okay. all live in Palm Beach and oh. they just go to Capri. It's <laughs> oh, like oh, okay. you think they're tired and they Stan, pass the bread. Can I get some Parmigiano on this? Oh, and, they're you all know, Americans Yeah, there? and all the oh. Italians are like, what? Oh, okay. Parmigiano? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I love it. It's your scene from Sopranos when they go over and they want the chicken parm. Exactly, exactly. Oh, believe me, I so, know. The when guy, I went to Cuba. The guy, just to refresh your memory from Brussels, I met this guy in 2005. Yes. Okay. You know, I was hotter with Michael back then, so I wasn't really doing too much, but... I met the guy in 2005 at a bar in D.C. I used to live above a bar, a gay bar. Can you Love imagine it. that? I, Every yes. day I was down there like like, like I worked there. We can't imagine, yeah. At 5 o'clock, happy hour, two for one till 9, and you can use the second drink till 10. <laughs> anyway, so I met this guy. His name is Renzo. 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 He's Italian. 
but he lives in the Brussels. Oh, I love it. Oh, God, he's fantastic. So we decided to reconnect because um, he was in, he's got an apartment in Rome and a country house in Rome. I mean, can it get any better? <laughs> no, this is like your man. This I need is like to get right married, up your alley. Like, immediately, if not sooner. I love right? it. So my best friend Sidra was going to Brussels last month. I think I told everybody this story. Yeah. And I called Renzo and I said, can you show Sidra around? And he said, I'm in my house in Rome, but I can have someone else show her around. Oh, yeah. So then he had his quote unquote best friend or whatever, his friend, the guy ends up working for him, yes. show Sidra around and they have a love connection now. Right. So they're kind of like seeing each other, right? Kind they're sort of, of, I mean, sort of together. Yeah. Even though he lives in Brussels and she lives here. So, yeah, so um, I end up hooking up with him, and we, sparks were flying, so we'll see what happens. Oh, my God, I love it. We'll see what happens. Well, we're thrilled to have you back. Everybody can follow your journey, <laughs> paulwartonstyle.com, on your on your um, mm-hmm. website, and then on your Instagram, yeah, which Paul is Paul, Paul Wharton Style. I mean, it was just beautiful. So we're thrilled to have you back. Yes, We've got you. so much to talk about, by the way. AJ's got news and pop culture coming up that I want to know your thoughts. You know, scientists have come out and said that you're going to be able to communicate, like, actually understand your dog's thoughts and mm-hmm. they'll be under, un, able to understand you in about five years. I want to know if you have any interest in that. I love it. I love talking to my dog. I mean, I think he understands me now. And really the most okay. important thing is that he understands me. I don't think he does. Really. I really don't. <laughs> he gets me. I honestly think there's not a chance. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the mindful living when you yeah. were away. My yeah. mindful eating therapist yeah. came in. I'm launching a mindful eating ther- or a mindful Mondays podcast. So I'll tell you a little mm-hmm. bit more about that. And then also we want to get into um, just today. Uh, and you have a good theory on this, actually, Paul. But just today, President Trump has announced that he's going to ban transgender individuals from the military. In any capacity. In which I think, any capacity. Yeah, it's uh, horrible. Which is so beneath. I mean, this like I I watch this stuff. I read this stuff, and I think this can't possibly be true because I mean, what? How can you reverse? But and I'm just like, how can one? Although I guess it's he he hasn't completely reversed it, right? He says he's going to do that, but that doesn't actually mean it's going to happen. But why is this an issue now? Anybody wondering that? You got Jared Kushner and in his um, depositions or whatever he's doing, Senate hearings. You have Trump Jr. that's supposed to go in, and uh, who's the other guy? Um. Okay. Uh, Kushner. Um. Oh, I'm trying to. Anyway, think. All Paul his Manafort is not yeah, Paul, Paul Manafort so. going in for? It's he's going to be inner circle. So now all of a sudden the transgender. It's kind of like really we need to talk about transgender people not being able to be a part of something victorious when it comes to the military, not being able to serve in the military and you know the strength and the courage that it takes every day for transgender people to be to live their most authentic lives and to be themselves is like deserves a round of applause i mean come on i know it really does and it's terrifying that we are in this state after we just got rid of like don't ask don't tell all this bullshit for all these years you know and finally we're getting to a place where people can serve openly as who they are but i think you're right i think it's a deflection thing really Mm -hmm. um and of course you know everything that's going on with obamacare and uh they the republicans really don't have a plan to replace that so i'm with you i think that it basically is just a you know a decoy but i read that this morning and i was like this is nuts It just is crazy. Way when you think you're like, what more could the guy do? He's not going to like, it can't get any worse than this. You know, hopefully they'll do these investigation probes and maybe they'll be, you know, actually charged with something. No. And, you know, you hear these, you hear people say that Ivanka has all these gay friends and uh, in New York, she was like, but when is the inner circle going to stand up? I mean, even my, even Omarosa. Right. Last year, two years ago, she was performing gay weddings. She was marrying gay people as like the pastor. I know. I was witness to it. So I'm just wondering when is that inner circle going to stand up and at least you can't have your own opinion. This is truly a dictatorship and someone has to shake things up here. I'm with you. It's yeah. it's a crazy time to be witnessing this. So that's why I should give up my American passport. I should marry Renzo and live in 15 freaking houses and be rich. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're just waiting for the ring. Me too. We're waiting for the ring because we know that it's coming at any moment and you and Renzo are going to be madly in love. And let me tell you something, and I'm going to go right over there to Mervis Diamond Importers. (laughs) Mervis Diamonds on K Street. I know the address specifically. (laughs) I already have my ring picked out. 
listen, you go to Capri once and you see these women dripping in diamonds. And the only thing I could think was, as soon as I get back to DC, I'm going to Mervis and I'm going to get myself some diamonds. They might have to be on layaway. <laughs> I might need a layaway plan. <laughs> right, yeah. before I work out all of my little prenuptial situations. And by the way, I, I just quickly yeah. announced this, but I was waiting for you to get back. Yeah. So uh, we just recently partnered with yeah. Mervis Diamond mm-hmm. Importers. Both you and I currently have blogs about engagement ring shopping and some of the cool things that Mervis is doing. They're, they're doing a safari that they've done for years that you can actually go on to the diamond mines, which is very In important. South Africa, yeah. Yeah, very important to millennials and, and conscious buyers because you really want to see where your diamonds are coming from. Yeah, and how so, they really help people in those communities, which I yeah. think is really interesting. And I think it's... Um, it's just something really fun to do. The trip includes the airfare, the lodging. It's with uh, ESPN 980. So it's really going to be something spectacular. I think it's February 17th through the 26th. So maybe we'll go. I don't know. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> I feel like we've taken so much vacation time this year, right? I know. Haven't we? I know. Uh, com. You can read about the safari. And on HeyFrage.com, um, I spoke with Jonathan Mervis, who is one of the owners of Mervis Diamonds. And he talked about the biggest questions that people have when they come into Diamond Engagement Ring Shop. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Should you bring your significant other? Should you not? And it kind of sparked this debate on my Facebook page, a lot of people were saying that you shouldn't bring your significant other in, that he should be able, he or she, they should be able to pick out the ring for you without you being there. Do you believe, do you agree with that? Well. I'm like, hell no. I'm sorry. I'm a control freak when it comes to a ring. Like, well, I'm picking it out. Well, there is something to say about the surprise element of really? it all. Really? Yes. But <laughs> if it were me, I would want to pick out my ring. I think you should at least have the conversation. That's why I think your blog is going to be so interesting to people because people can decide what color, what shape, yeah. what size, and have that kind of conversation, and then the partner can go pick out the ring. Oh, my God. I would have to pick out my own ring. I, I cannot imagine. I want an engagement imagine. Rolex. I don't want an engagement <laughs> ring. Like, I want a fat, chunky, diamondy. I mean, I can pick out a few uh, bracelets from my <laughs> That too. Uh, yeah. So look, definitely uh, check out the blogs, heyfrage.com and paulwhartonstyle.com. And by the way, if you're in the market to engagement ring uh, shop, or if you just want to buy a fabulous, you know, congratulations gift for yourself, which a lot of women are into when they sort of make it on the next level of their job. Like I really want some diamond hoop earrings. So that's yeah. the goal. Yeah. It's like the next level of my career. I want really good diamond. I kind of thought I used to want diamond hoops, but now I think I might want diamond studs. Like a, a stud? Or yeah. drop. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. I, I don't I always like wear these bigger earrings, but then I have to take them out all the yeah. time. So I'll Why? probably leave because these diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, moving ones. on up. We got a new studio now. It's time for diamonds. Uh, so anyway, if you're in the mo- if you are in the market for an engagement ring, uh, email Sarah at HeyFrage.com. We'll get you connected with Jonathan, and then yeah. you can head in there. So we're excited about that. I wanted to read to you. We got some great feedback over the past couple of weeks from uh, listeners. You can always email us, Paul Wharton Style at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. As I just mentioned, Sarah at HeyFrage.com. Uh, so I wanted to go over some of this feedback because people had a lot of things to say, including for our girl, Irene. Uh, this is Irene, the intern's last day. I know we said this last oh week. God. I know. I can't even believe she's leaving. Oh, I'm so sad. We got to get you. Yeah, Irene, come up here and get on the microphone. But I'm interested to hear about this. This is about the credit card bit, right? This is about the credit card bit. So you guys might recall a couple weeks ago, we had Irene on, and Irene was talking about she bartends mm-hmm. at, a, at a bar. I guess we can actually say the bar now, right, because you're leaving? Or would you prefer sure. no? I mean, I don't care. If, if uh, it needs the business, so go ahead. <laughs> Ooh, the shade of it all, right? They always get their balls on the last day. Well, don't they I they just drop so. right they down should, there. No, I, I mean, when you go I, back to California, what are you going to say about this podcast? I fucking love this podcast. Just, I mean, I, I love my bar. So I work at Lucky Bar in DuPont Circle. And it's actually the oldest bar in DuPont. It's 22 years old. I love it. And... Uh, it's just the people that go in there, like, there are some really absolutely wonderful people. I've met some of my best friends working there. And um, and sometimes the people just don't uh, tip or they just walk out on their tab and then well, I Well, not tipping wasn't them. the issue. It was the walking out on the tab. It was the, the walking tab. out on the tab. But so, I was just yeah. talking about Lucky Bar as a whole. Really but, quick, what was your policy? You started your own policy because managers said you could. What was it? My manager told me to take the cards as I'm taking the order to make sure, like, to ensure that I Mm-mm. have a card Mm-mm. to pay the tab Mm-mm. That's not with. what you said. You said <laughs> that the policy was that you didn't have to necessarily take the card up front, but you decided and your manager said it was okay 
after you decided. My manager encouraged it. I made it my thing that I did all the time forever. Okay. So anyway, B writes to us, and she's on the other side of it. And she says, I work at a credit card processing company in the disputes department. Bad thing about Irene running the cards on walkouts. The cardholder can dispute the charge and win. If there's no signature on the credit card slip authorizing the charge, it can be disputed as no authorization. We see this happen regularly with bars. I'm not suggesting she do anything differently. Hopefully these assholes walking out won't dispute the charges, but it can definitely happen. Can't wait to listen to the next episode, B. So have you ever, has Lucky had that? I'm sure they've had that. I'm sure they've had it. Not with me. I've, uh, and all the cards I've had to run, because we have a policy that that says walkouts will um, be charged in 18% gratuity on their tab, blah, 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 blah. And that's like a thing in the that's posted right in the front bar. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I really do appreciate her input. And that's like really good to know so that if that does come up, I can be like, oh, you know, I actually knew that this was a thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, like I'm never going to change it because people I had somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody walked out last night on a hundred dollar tab. So would you do run it? You ran it and charged yeah. them. Well, wow. I guess you do have a point because you wow. didn't take the card, which I didn't agree with at first because I don't like people asking me before I've had a chance. I'm like, can I can I just sit down first? Can my ass get comfortable in this See, now I don't care. Before I just the- feel like people rip them off so much. Yeah. And I told you this when we had this discussion, you know, here in Arlington, because mm-hmm. for those of you guys that listen to us across the country, we now tape in Arlington, Virginia. There's a ton of bars here. They Paul's like, Arlington, really? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a ton of bars here. So lots of times now they'll ask for your license too. So they want yeah. your card and your license like yeah, before you get your drink. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, that I mean, doesn't well, bother I'll me. Usually, like I'll pour their drink and then ask for their card when I hand them their drink. I mean, it just depends on the flow of it. When people get really pissy about it, though, it bothers me so much. But do you make decisions based on the person's look? No. That- Really, so unless, you ask unless it's a regular, unless like it's a regular. I feel Sarah like the white guy, the time, preppy white guy, is the biggest asshole. Oh, He's probably 100%. the biggest culprit. Right. Yeah, yeah. I totally stereotype that guy. I, okay. Well, the I mean, bros, I just, the bros are like the like GW bros. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, yeah, I take everybody's. It doesn't matter unless I like literally know their first name and that they. It's, uh, some of my regulars, Sorry. I even have their number. So Sarah's waving off her my armpit. My pit stain is like actually gone down my arm. Like I, I hate to like, yeah, That's thank how you. I used to be in high school. Wow, really? When I was you would going sweat through this, puberty, it like went to my like It's actually almost like my elbow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say anything. I just what? got back. I don't want to start the any shit hell? up in here. I'm telling you. Food and a breakup. We love you. You have been one of the greatest interns we have ever had on this Thank podcast. You. you kill it. You and AJ, you guys are just, sky's the limit. So we love you, Irene. Please follow and support her, foodandabreakup.com. Thank you guys so love much. And I do you. want to thank uh, Sarah and Paul so much for just being fantastic mentors and wonderful bosses. And I feel very lucky. For the beginning of our journey, it was just me and Sarah, and it felt very like, dynamic we like, female uh, duo and it was a lot of fun next. and then we got Paul to come in and it was just like this has definitely been one of the best experiences of my life Aww. so thank love you guys you. I love you too love Thanks, you Irene I love you thank I'll you I'll be guys visiting for listening. soon good okay yeah I'll be in LA if anyone comes to LA we will we'll be hitting you up uh, there was one other email and Paul you missed this topic but last week we talked about um, cities across the country are now beginning to think how many times they're going to revive an addict before they prioritize that person person under somebody else that needs medical care okay so essentially if you call 911 and they resuscitate you right they have to shoot you with narcan Mm -hmm. and save your life right so they log that and then let's say you you're obviously in the throes of addiction sure you do it again okay fine they're thinking about giving you three times and then basically if you're called in like that you need to be resuscitated again but they have three other calls for people with heart attacks and strokes that they're going to put you at the bottom of the list Okay. So, but we kind of had the debate, is that morally right? That's not, to me, that's not really, I'm sorry, you know, I mean, I don't even know what we pay taxes for anymore, honestly. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's not up to the paramedic driver to go, okay, you know what, this person. Well, I don't (laughs) totally agree. Now, I'm going to tell you, I saw a story recently, it's interesting that you bring this up where um, there was a community that was ravaged by heroin use. Right. And the people were, you know, shooting up and they were getting these um, kind of bacterial infections through sharing the needles. needles. Oh, God. Those be- that particular bacterial infection was causing their heart valves to fail. Okay? So then they would have to have a heart valve transplant. And the same people were coming in 
time and time again needing a heart valve transplant. So there's only so many of those heart valves. There's then they use the, the pig valves. You know the the pig yes, heart valves. Right. You know in humans, but that is a lot of resource. That is a lot of. I don't know, Sarah. I'm kind of feeling like, and then they go back, and then they shoot up again. They get the bacterial infection again, and then their other heart, heart valves go bad, or the same one goes bad. So I don't know. I don't know if you should have an endless amount of time if we don't have an endless amount of resources well we got a lot of feedback on that topic and gina writes to us and she says in regards to the narcan topic no one should ever stop trying to resuscitate a person you can't say someone who has a poor diet and had a heart attack as a result of their lack of effort to lose weight has priority over someone who overdoses you can't go around saying that the addict had a choice but that the fat guy with clogged arteries didn't choose his heart attack even though he's the one who ate himself into that state because newsflash the fat guy chose that heart attack okay I, now what's her name gina gina you've changed my mind on it now i agree with it. now See, i agree that was a good point I was she like, made well, a great point damn uh she says love listening to your podcast um and it's hard waiting a whole week for another episode if there's a suggestion box where i can request more podcasts please put my vote in there okay we're gonna launch more podcasts yes, so yeah, absolutely at, in the fall end of september and i was mm-hmm. recording last week with my mindful eating yes, therapist yes, yes. robin okay I wish you'd been there because I really would love to put you on for the male perspective Mm -hmm. and because it is not about losing weight. Mindfulness is just healing your relationship with your body image and food. Okay. So I'm excited. I want to get you on for a special episode to to talk about. You know what I've learned in my Italy trip? Um, Mindful drinking. And I'm not joking because everybody thinks I'm always joking all the time. These Italians, okay, my friend Sidra and I would walk in, like we would walk into the castle, of course, you know. (laughs) You were like, hello. (laughs) No, but we walked in and the second we got there, you know, in America, the second you get there, like before you take your coat off, it's like I have a drink in my hand. That's what we do here. Yeah. There, they are chilling. They have vino blanco, vino rosso, like out the yin yang, but they're not like you know throwing it back they would pour a little glass and we're like go 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 go. so in the beginning i'm like well go ahead and fill that up you know or we'd be in a place for about 10 minutes i'm like oh they must not like us they haven't offered us a drink yet but mindful drinking these italians were eating and drinking mindfully they know how to do it drunk and acting i'm sure there are those type of people but we weren't around them we were like the drunks but we got better over the course of the time. And then actually, when we ended up going it. later in our trip, when we were in uh, Milano um, Maritima Beach with the soccer player and all that, we were actually the only ones drinking. Really? Just the Americans. No kidding. Everybody else, like nobody They were else. at the club. I mean, they would have like a little drink, just a little bit of splash of champagne or something. That's I don't amazing. know. amazing. Mindfulness. Mindfulness. We're all about it. So uh, end of August, that's going to launch. And Paul and I will have more announcements for you on uh, where this podcast is going to live, which is very exciting. We can't wait to share that in the next couple weeks. And then also more shows to come because, yeah, we've heard that feedback. Uh, There was one other story I wanted to get to before we get AJ with news and pop culture. Um, which is scientists are saying that in the next five years, you might be able to actually talk to your dog. Would you really want to communicate with your dog so you like you, you know your dog's thoughts? Because I'm going to just put it out here, people. I know everybody's dog is, is brilliant and genius, just like their kid. But I'm going to go with your dog doesn't have a lot of deep thoughts. Hmm. Well, I think that the dog... Um, 31. DeVry oh, University sorry. has Keep challenged talking. our students. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are into what they want. I mean, my dog, you know, it's about consistency and, you know, he he likes to go out at a certain time. You know, he likes to eat at a certain time. You know, he's definitely got some strong feelings about the way he wants to live his life. This is like so the next 10 years, actually, I need to be corrected. Next 10 years. They're saying that they're working on technology. It's an Amazon based shop the future report that's going to allow your pooch to finally answer the question. Who's a good boy? The study was co-authored by a technology firm, and they say that it's realistic, the prospect of getting a pet-friendly product that will now allow you you to understand your dog's thoughts. Well, if you ask anyone that's really into their relationship with their dog, they do feel like they communicate with their dog just fine. I mean, I don't really need, like any other any more communication than what i'm having already we got to get involved in this though i mean just in the sheer fact like something like this will mm-hmm. sell like hotcakes you know what i mean love it like people are all about their pets so there you go anyway that's going to be coming let's do it you're not really a dog person though right <laughs> i'm not a 
pet. I'm not an animal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really um, see. I always grew up like growing up in Maine. You know, you grow up on the farm, so I grew up with animals outside. Like the dog lived outside, except for like cold nights in the winter when it would come in. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. cats like mm-hmm. lived in the barn. Which when I tell people that now, people are like completely mortified. They can't believe that like the pet the animals yeah. didn't come. My in. dad was like that when we were growing up. Like we didn't have a dog. The next door neighbor had a dog, and we used to be going, go, go pet Jesse next door. I'm like, oh, but we want our own. Now a dog should be outside. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I, you know, I tried, like, Dan really is a dog guy, so mm-hmm. we go back and forth about getting a pet, but I don't think so. And there's so much work, and they're so expensive. Sure. Like, when I was growing up, you didn't, like, the dog didn't have diabetes and need, like, $800 in pills every month. Like, I'm like, are you kidding? That's right. crazy to me. But it might be a good way to segue into the whole kid thing for you. What, oh, really? What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, I mean, dog first. You you get accustomed to that schedule. Feeding them, taking them out. No, I'm, I'm going to jump right into the kid. Fuck it. You're going to jump right to the kid? Oh my God. Yes. And I had, you know, I'm thinking about, Dan and I are talking about adopting or foster to adopt. So I had a phone call this week. What, first? Yes. That'd be the first one? Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, we're thinking about fostering to adopt kids and then having our own. So okay. um, we had a phone call this week for the first time with an agency here in Virginia. Wow. And it's just, it's like so much to take on, really. I think that is awesome. You know, I did a lot of work with the D.C. Foster Youth um, you Child did? and Family Services Division. Yeah, for eight years, I did a fashion show with them every year where I worked with the kids for three months. Planning the show, they would uh, put the clothes together, they would build the stage, the whole bit. And I, yeah, I just think that they're wonderful. There's a lot of kids actually between the age of 16 and 21 because you know 21 they don't get out till 21 year in so the DC system. that's what they mm-hmm. w- that's what they were talking to us about is fostering kids 12 and older mm-hmm. and um well first of all we live in a b- one bedroom and every kid has to have their own bedroom so we'd have to move mm-hmm. and then on top of that i think you know the hardest part would be this is the part that i'm wrestling with and i'm not sure how to resolve this but i think once i started this process i would get very very attached to this kid and you know of course their first their job is to try to reacquaint them to their biological parents and that process can be like a year 18 months sometimes the kids can go back for a year or two and then they come back into the program which to me seems criminal i feel like if you lose your kids twice that's it you Mm -hmm. know i don't Mm -hmm. see how you but so I think that part would be very hard for me, which I'm, I'm wrestling with is like how I can deal with kids that have trauma. You know, I had a very good childhood. I had great parents and I experienced trauma when my dad died. But, you know, whether the kids have been sexually abused or whatever, I think I could handle that because I, I like therapy. I feel like I, um, I don't know. I, I think I have empathy for that. You know, I, that would be okay. But the, I don't think once I got to know them and love them that I could give them back. I feel like I, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I feel like for me, if I was going to, I mean, if I was going to foster a child and then adopt a child, for me, it would be when I'm a little bit more settled and not moving around as much. Yeah. So someone like you, I thought the only reason why you would have a kid is because you accidentally got pregnant because your IUD was like stuck up somewhere or it fell out or, you know. All of the above. You know, all those type of things. I didn't realize you would make the choice. Well, right now it takes a, it takes mm-hmm. a while it takes like six months to really get in the system and like even get a kid placed with you and then the process of wanting to adopt a kid like we might not even foster we may just go through a, an agency and adopt a kid so then that's a year and a half process you know what i mean so i'm just i don't know i'm beginning so where to does think marriage about play it. into it they tell us you. we don't have to be married. But no, but for you, though, you don't Um, mind? I don't know. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about this, too, on last week's podcast because mm-hmm. um, you don't hear this part. But Uh-oh. when I was in Michigan from Dan's aunt, I got the talk of what are your intentions with my nephew? And in a year's time, you should really make a decision, you know? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't come back Has he here. asked you? Well, no, we've talked about it okay. in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it in the past. But I think, one, we, we wrestle with spending an exorbitant amount of money. And the, the thing with me is, like, I do sort of feel this obligation. Like, I think my mom would love to have a wedding. Like, his mom would. You know what I mean? Okay. And it would be the one and only time we'd have all of our friends, coworkers, all these people together, right? So what you're saying here is this is a challenge? A race to the altar, <laughs> me and you? <laughs> yes, but you have more money, I feel like. I'm like, because I want to no, do it No, Renzo all. has more money. Yeah, Renzo. Okay, he has enough money for all of us. 
Let me just tell you, let me just get that straight, okay? Well, maybe I can double up. So when Renzo throws your wedding, like, yeah. you guys can go first. You take the spotlight. And then, like, you know how, like, when you do our, you're doing pictures, they can yeah. move my crown in exactly. and we'll just do one? Exactly. No, that, that works perfectly fine for me. So anyway, we'll see what happens. But, yes, it was interesting. So I'll keep you posted. And I want to document the whole thing if I if we really do it. That I don't know. Awesome. Dan's so private, though. He doesn't really want to do it. Yeah, I want to learn more about Dan. What are his thoughts? What are his feelings? <laughs> his thoughts are he never wants to be talked about on this podcast. Gets me in so much trouble. Yeah? Okay. Oh I've been, in, I've been in the doghouse the past week or so. Oh, because of the trip to Michigan? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. And we we told a story last week on the on the podcast about his tattoo. And that, okay. that got me in the doghouse. It was not good. Ooh. And then he told me not to talk about him today. So we're <laughs> <laughs> we Hi, Dan. I'm we back. Yeah. It's just because Paul's back. We had to get him caught up to speed. Uh, look, AJ is one of our awesome interns who, jo- who joined the show a couple weeks ago. Are you okay? You're like, I I didn't know if you were crying or what. Oh, my God. Yes, I got news from somebody on my phone, and I shouldn't have been even looking at that. And it just, it's... It's funny? Or is it sad? No, it's bad. But we'll get over it. What? Do you need to take a break? Are you okay? Possibly. But I think I'll be fine. I need to do this. What? Are you sure? It's, it's, of course, it's something at home. My mom called my boyfriend. (gasps) And that... You want to share? Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Probably not. Oh, I, no. I mean, we'll I share. really do. Yeah, can we just share and just... Uh, yeah. We can just, like, edit later. Well, we're never going to edit, so... <laughs> <laughs> but this is what this podcast is about. I think I know about. what this right. is about. Oh, my God. Did she, like, call him and, like, tell so him she, that you can't stay there? Basically, he went back to visit his family because his birthday's on Friday, and then he has his army training for two weeks, so he'll be gone for three weeks, and I was going to go with him, but I wanted to do the podcast, and I have an interview tomorrow, so all these things, I wanted to stay. So um, my mom just got angry because he lives in my basement right now, and he... um fixed a light switch without telling her and small things make her go crazy not crazy mm-hmm. but she just like she, sure it's her house and she wants to you know know what's going on and it upset her so i said i will so she called me on my way to the podcast and i told her i'll call you right back like i'll get back to you when i get home and uh she and my boyfriend just texted me said hey your mom just called me i'm very upset right now she um, completely offended me yeah so oh, i and so no. now yeah and i'm like oh, god she called him like it's just that's oh something god. you can fix, though. Is I hope so, but with you? no, no, okay, no, 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 no. Oh my god, I know. this is like de- so. It could possibly. I don't think he would break up with me over this, but it's definitely going to be break a big up with problem. you over this. Oh my god, because no. you know you're if you're thinking about yeah, but it's like her mom called you, him. Wouldn't, right. wouldn't you be pissed? Like if Renzo's dad like, so you're screamed saying, to him. Well, wait. <laughs> Renzo's dad calls you because you busted a light. If and Renzo's he tells dad called you... me, he'd be calling from the other side. And that would kind of be a problem for me. Okay. What would you do right. if your dad called Renzo, chewed out Renzo? Oh, I would really be upset. <laughs> okay. She's, oh my God. Yeah. Do right. you need so, to go? We can, like. No, it's fine. It's just, it's just great. I can't believe she called him because it's like going to cause, you know, when you date somebody and their family is such a big part of their life, they become sure. almost a part of it. And so yeah. it's like, He's completely. dating my mom and me, and my mom is just not reasonable. And he's like, "Wow, this is going to be my future. Okay. Like, I'm going to get but chewed out." But it's kind of a lot right now because he's staying with you all, right. and I just think that that could be adding more extra, right? Yeah, extra pressure to all sides. So right. probably the best thing to do right now is to find him a room somewhere, right. so that they can keep a normal relationship. She shouldn't feel right. he lives in her house, so she feels like she can pick up the phone and say, "Hey, right." Look, let me tell you. Now, would she curse you out the same way? Yes. Well, then, so he should feel like family. <laughs> no, you just have to explain that to him yeah. because some parents are like that. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God, yeah. I don't think he's ready for that. His family is very, very low-key, chill. Everything is just, if they have a problem, they don't say oh. it. It, it just blows over. My mom, as soon as um, you look at her wrong, what she gets in your face. What the is your problem? Do you have a problem with me? And it's Wait, like she do this with strangers? Um, she's mostly done. No, she won't. See, that's the thing. So he should feel like it's a rite of passage. The fact that she called him and blew up at him means she loves him. She thinks of him as It's a, just a so son. fragile, though, because you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to get broken up over this. Right, the right. only silver lining is I could be dumb, too. And then if we're, like, single together, that's going to be awesome. We're going to have sex with a lot of people. <laughs> like, your mom's going to really, she'd really fall out. Like, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no, you, you're shit both ways, you know? Like, yeah. if you... Like everything I do, I feel like if I had done the opposite, I would have also got yelled at. Sure. I I need. Right. I wish I could go to therapy with her, but for her to accept therapy is like I don't need therapy. You think I need therapy? I'm like everybody needs therapy, mom. Everybody. Just go talk, everybody, just go talk about it. But she's like, no, I don't need it. And it's so hard when you <sighs> live. It's really tough to live with your parents. Yeah. It really is. Like I adore right. my mom, but I always say to her like I'm. I, I want her to live with me in ten more years when she's Gaga, and then you right. know, like your yeah. grandmother can just right. lock her in the room. Right. You well, know. So I think you need to change the dynamic of the relationship. It's hard. Like, right. For my mom, when she lived in, in Maryland, now she lives in Delaware, but when she lived in Maryland, you know, I was taking her, I've shared this before, everywhere. You had that, yeah. Oh, I would take her to black tie events. I would take her to my gigs, hosting gigs. You right. know, she was always with me all the time. And she got accustomed to being with me all the time, giving me lots of input, calling me 10 times a day. And then when we had a little blow up, instead of trying to fix it, I said, you know what? 
my mom just moved to Delaware. Maybe she needs time to mm. meet some of her own friends, to kind of get her own life and not be so dependent on me. And so I gave it some time. It's changed the dynamic of our relationship. And now we're much stronger. She has her own friends. Right. I have my own life. When we come together, it's special. So, And that's made it much better for you, too. Much, much better. The pressure is off for me for trying to be everything. Her son, her best friend, her, you know, uh, travel companion. So for you, even though you live at home, maybe you should try to, and you don't tell the other person you're doing this, change the dynamic. When you're around them, make the quali- the time really quality. Show right. her a lot of love, but just don't be there for all that extra stuff. Right. Dinner every night. And right. Shopping on the weekends. And you know, but I you think gotta, your mom right. puts that pressure on you, right? She to does. Do it. it's, yeah. It's extremely But they all do, but pressure. you kind of have to do it. You have to change the trajectory from in your own mind. Oh, I see. For instance, yeah. when I don't oh. want to deal with someone anymore, I don't tell them to go F themselves. I don't. I used to do that when I wanted that person to fight for it. Do you know? Oh, right. When I wanted them to really fight for it. When I'm really over someone now, I just lay low. I just kind of fall back. I'm still sweet to them. I'm still kind. They just don't hear from me hardly ever. I mean, I respond <laughs> to their stuff, but I will never initiate. Do you know? Right. So yeah. I don't know. You just have right. to, in your mind, figure out what it's going to take to create a more yeah. healthy relationship with your mom. Where she respects you more and she won't pick up the phone and call your boyfriend and curse him out. Right. Oh my God, that's so, you got to let us know. Okay. <sighs> but everything's going to be okay. It's a part of life. It's a good lesson. And you know, we just yeah. have to keep rolling. Oh my God. I guess. I'm okay. Just, I don't even know what she's, she said. She probably just said, I have no idea. Oh my Why God. Why don't you call her live on the next podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, we got to call your boyfriend and Look, find out yes, what he's no. doing. Yeah, we got to like talk him off the ledge and make sure he's okay. Look, oh yeah. Don't I worry. Know. I will foster to adopt you. <laughs> okay. God. Don't worry. I don't know what to do. I know. You can all move into Sarah's one bedroom. <laughs> all right. Hit us with some news of pop culture and then we've got like, we need to know part two of your journey. This is oh, like, God. I know this is I just the beginning. Crazy. So I, I, I was just like, I'm sorry. I, uh, I'll, uh, I'll have to call you back and I, I don't even know what. Is I have no idea what she said to him. But he's with his parents so right now. So he's with right? his family right now. Yeah, and he's just like, I can't believe she just called me. What What did I do to deserve that? I'm like, I don't know. Just oh, hang gosh. in there. But if he loves you, I don't believe he will leave you for that. Yeah, there, me this neither. world is full of husbands that hate their mother in laws. I'm not saying he hates your mom, <laughs> but you know that it's like, I mean, don't have that yeah. woman come to my house. You, we all see it. Like, we all know people. Countless yeah, sitcoms right. are based on that. Like yeah. monster in law movies have been created about it. Sure, yeah. but it's like, oh, do I want? Oh God, I don't but know. That's who she is, though. I know. She's gonna be that difficult mother-in-law, right? Her mom is a very sweet. Hop right on that. Mic. Her mom's like a very sweet person, and she's got a bunch of shit to deal with. And AJ is like somehow even sweeter than her mom. And every time AJ comes home, she's like, "Hey, mom!" Like she makes sure, like, because I go to AJ's house every day when she doesn't <laughs> invite me. Um, but it's, it's, but it's I see the way it. they interact, and I understand. Like, I obviously am not in the situation, but AJ is great with her mom, and her mom is. Like, it comes from a place of just frustration and love and so many emotions. And, like, AJ's a trooper for dealing with it so well. Yeah, it is a lot. Well, it's definitely an issue that so many people probably listening to this podcast will understand. Oh, oh my God, completely. I think he'll be okay. I'm sure he's, like, a little shocked, but... I think yeah, he'll, he'll be, be fine. Hang in there. You he's know, just not going to feel welcome. This. He's not going to feel welcome anymore. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're super hot. She's so super hot. Y'all don't see her. Oh, my God. He is not leaving you anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, he's never getting better. So this is like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll plug this in. All right. Give us a couple of uh, news stories while we get you set so, up. So I have news stories, but I don't know if I should do the, uh, you know, the depressing ones because we've already, we're already in this deep hole that we're just talking about monster-in-laws. Hit us with some funny and then we'll do one serious one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we'll end on something funny. So I like the Uber story. I don't know why. It's just controversial and it's just like, what if this happened to you? Mm -hmm. I love it. So say you're in an Uber. It's mm-hmm. 3 a.m. You just went out, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, is, is my Uber driver getting a BJ in the front seat right now? Is this really happening? So he starts recording it. People are responding to his, his, his uh, Snapchat like, dude, are you seriously in the car? He said it was Uber drive from hell. It's amazing. So he gets an Uber. He realizes there's a drunk prostitute in the passenger seat blowing the Uber driver. Mm. And the Uber driver has no response. He's like, "This is normal. What is like? This is normal." And the the and the guy who who hailed the Uber, he is just recording everything that's happening. So There's it's an Uber pictures. Pool. Another reason why I don't do that. <laughs> but was it an Uber pool, or did the Uber driver 
pull over. Oh yeah, Paul probably gets like the Uber XL Escalade, the one oh, yeah. you pay extra for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if it was Uber Pool because I think it was just Uber. He he got an Uber and it happened. The Uber driver happened to just solicit a prostitute on the side of the road who was drunk. I think you're, that's what he did. Yeah. And the only consolation he gave was the Uber driver said, "I would give you ten dollars, ten dollar credit on your like my your ride is basically free, but I'm gonna finish this this job right here that I'm that I'm getting." So, by the way, you're right. Oh. Um, the the passenger says, the, the guy that filmed this, says that he wanted to clarify this wasn't an Uber pool. He said oh. that he thought the front passenger was a family member because it was late at right. night that they were riding together. And then she started basically hooking him up. And so that's when he was like, okay, this is, I mean, if you see the video, it's like full on. No. Look at this. She's making out Look with him and then she goes down. Look, oh my God, it's like, it's crazy. You guys got to check the video out. We'll, we'll have to post it. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, we'll put, I know. So Uber is saying, hey, our background checks, they go back seven years. Uh, and now Lyft is getting involved, and they're saying, well, our background checks are better. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I don't know if this is going to be bad for Uber, but Uber already has so much shit <laughs> that they could deal with. They just really can't catch a break. But I hear that their management sucks anyway, so. Yeah, they, they're so like. So if your Uber driver is really hot, would you ever give him a blowjob? Hell no. Yeah. My Uber yeah, driver is never hot. <laughs> Irene says yes. Irene, I need to go to Irene. Irene, have you? You probably have. Yeah. You I have not. not. Not to an Uber driver. But in but if he was an hot Uber enough, driver. Yes, I would. At the end of your uh, ride? If, is the ride During free? the ride. She doesn't care. The if ride the ride is free. free. Good Lord. <laughs> Five stars for Irene. Five, yeah, right? He's going he's gonna to rate you. Are we allowed to rate Uber passengers? Yeah. Yes. Oh well, my that's God. really interesting. I don't know what. I would probably not video record it. I'd probably ask to get out. I mean, so, yeah. at that point. For one thing, You'd have he's some a distracted words. driver. Okay. He only. <laughs> and I'm this in the backseat. I'm not even offended right. by the fact you're getting a blowjob. I'm I'm scared for my safety right. at this point. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it ain't so, no fun if the homies can't have them. Like, where's mine? <laughs> you know, pull over, get me somebody back here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you can't beat them, join them. Like that's selfish. Oh my God. So he only oh, goes God. two miles and he gets out before he gets to his destination okay. and that's the end of that. Oh, but you guys have good. to see these pictures because he literally, this is from Snapchat, my Uber driver right now. Oh, like he literally is narrating the blowjob inside the Uber. I mean, that's what I would do. I'd be like Snapchat. Uh, yeah, everybody would. I'd be completely live on so Facebook. So what's the bro code Facebook. on that? I mean, you know, they Get talk about the, the, the bro code. She's Sorry. got her hand out. What's I'm going on? I'm wearing this onesie shirt and it's like right in my vagina. Okay. And I, you know, this she just is did a Ted Bundy guys, and stuck ever, her entire hand. Has anyone ever heard hand. of a professional shirt that's also a leotard? <laughs> <laughs> is this an H&M thing? I feel like H&M would be totally about this. No, this is ASOS. ASOS.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's. I really want to show you this because it's got a real strap, but I have massive pubic hair right now. So I'm not. I don't want to see it. Wax in the city, please invite us back. So I just gotta get this thing on snap. Keep going, keep going with the news. I'll just there we go. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask Paul if he's ever ever heard of a brosectomy. It's the new thing that's happening. No, because I want to keep all my sperm. You do? Why? Full. I was just in case I need it one day. You're gonna. Do you think you might have a kid? Like you would. You would. I know straight women that would probably want you to artificially use. You know, with stem. With sure. Sure. You mean I can have the kid and have no responsibility to it? I don't have to pay for anything? The school fees or nothing? Uh, That's fantastic. She just wants your jeans, your good looks. No problem. Let's do it. No problem. I like it. What's the brosectomy? So, a a vasectomy. Costs around $500, but uh, guy friends, bros, they can get a vasectomy together. It's called a brosectomy. Okay. And they get a new surgery. uh, Let's see what they recover in a luxury suite that features liquor, flat screen TVs, plush robes, and slippers, steaks, and other high-end amenities. So basically, you just do this together, and then you get to, like, bro, chill out for, like, the week oh, at recovery. Oh, God. And ice your balls together. Sounds a little gay to me. I don't know if you're already married or you're still okay. single. I don't know. But Doesn't would say. single guys be getting vasectomies, yeah. really? I don't know about that. Some I don't do. I believe that. They have to save it for when they get married. That's like a woman telling a man, oh, I've had my tubes tied. And you're like, uh, you know, Some men, that's, that's a blessing. They're like, um, we're not having kids. I'm amen. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah I think more guys I are into it. I think more people don't want kids. Wow. I think they're realizing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I could Same. see that. But that does seem a little, like, intimate with your guy friends. I don't know. It really does. For a long like, weekend. bro, now. how you feeling? Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. A little swollen. Check yeah. it out for me, would you? Get me a new ice How's pack to put on my balls. Like, this is yeah. really, it's Pull really... out some of them peas and carrots from the freezer, would you? <laughs> Doesn't sound very straight to me. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Uh, the Michael Phelps Shark Week. So it's Shark Week right now. And uh, Discovery Channel did that. They did huge advertising. They did campaigns. They were all over the place. Everybody was like, so excited. And people are pissed because it was a CGI 
artificial shark. And everyone's like, there's two sides. It's like, are you that dumb? You thought he was going to race a real shark I am that in the dumb. water? Yeah, but I, I was too. I did too. Yeah. I mean, they said he was, was racing a shark. shark. So they advertise it as Michael Phelps versus shark. So you automatically assume he's going to race a real shark. I did too. I completely thought what they were going to do was that maybe that the shark, they would be like out in a boat and right. mm-hmm. maybe they would, they'd have, they chum the waters and like, Rate, like time right. the shark and right. then they might give it a little time and then he would get in the water and swim but I right. thought that he would be in a cage I thought yeah. that Michael uh, Phelps would be in a cage if he pulled along or something do you know Me when too. he would be kind of like that'd be impressive keep up with the you know <laughs> wait that means he'd be underwater oh wait my plan just went left Sorry. I completely thought for sure. I know. I was a little duped when they showed that and it was yeah. CGI shark. I was like, oh. They just, they could have turned that hour long special into a commercial that's like, look at Michael Phelps exactly. raised his fake shark. It's exactly. crazy. So people watched all the way till the end and then they that. finally was were like, wait, wait, wait. I just I watched that whole thing. Yeah. I know. I mean, <sighs> I was so dumb. I thought they were going to have an Olympic sized pool and then dump the shark. <laughs> So if, if everyone else thinks they're dumb, it's me. Because uh, people are like, Andrea, sharks can't go in chlorine. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, salt they just throw it in the pool. Honestly, that's actually a good and one, too. put the shark in there, transport it, and then they have like a line in the middle, like a glass. Mm-hmm. Like, you right. know, sharks can jump, separating. Sharks. They can jump out. What if I Michael Phelps got, got a, like demolished on, on live television? Well, apparently the shark, shark actually they were obviously did worried about that. do that same route in that same time. The shark was chasing a dolphin or something like this. Okay. I think it was chasing something. Right. And they timed it. And then they used a CGI shark on the same time. And then it beat him by like two seconds or something. I, I know. But I was, I completely believed that there would be like a live shark. I don't know. I'm with you. Discovery comes back and they say all the promotional interviews uh, made it clear that ch- the challenge wasn't side by side. Nobody reads that. So, nobody reads the fine no print. Yeah, no one's All reading. Here. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Anyway, Sorry. you got you guys got to go check out the Twitter cuz people are so funny on Twitter like all the memes and stuff and well, I'm going to put the link on it cuz it's a whole list of things. Like you know, of course it. people took to Twitter. Disaster, disaster. I was duped. Yeah, so I was, was I. Duped. So was I. Anything else? Uh, I have just an old cute couple. They're 80 years old and they have visited every single Cracker Barrel. Oh, they, I they love travel it. together. They're just super cute. Wilma Yoder and Ray they spent the last 40 years traveling 5 million miles across America, visiting 664 Cracker Barrels of the 665 locations. That's so they, so they have couple one more. goals, right? <laughs> That's what I said. Couple I said, goals. hashtag yeah. couple goals. Uh, and I like Cracker Barrel. So at first I was like, ew, but Cracker Barrel is actually, it's really good. I really want that good. right now, but I'm on a big diet. So are we. We're trying to be plant-based vegan. It's so not going well. After Italy, you need to go on a diet because oh you were eating god. just constantly drinking. Oh my god. It's horrible. You cannot. And Don't then, even start. Well, I, I, I do, You're I like do. becoming the Shannon Bedore of this show. I do you watch the Real Housewives of Orange Look, what County? What you call me? <laughs> Shannon Bedore. Oh, they're fighting words. Uh-uh. Somebody hold my hair back. They are doing a whole season about her weight on the Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm so pissed about it. It's terrible. It's, it, it's like she fat shames herself. Then she's got a trainer that fat shames her. It's disgusting. That's well, I do have to share something, and this is probably going to make you like Renzo just a slight bit less. Oh, just a slight bit. Okay. I got to tell you. Well, first of all, when I saw him, when we met, well, when he, you know, for this time in Italy, I just noticed, I was like, God, he's in such amazing shape. Right. Like amazing shape. And then, so as we went up to the roof in my friend's house, she lives in uh, Piazza di Spagna in Rome and we went to her roof deck and as I sat down he pinched my fat <gasps> and he was like oh you're about uh, five kilos um, body fat no five kilos heavier it's like 11 pounds <gasps> than when I met you 12 years ago I said yeah and your Renzo, hair's... you eat my dick I said and your so hair pissed. is a lot grayer than it used to be <laughs> I was like you got old Burn. and I got fat <laughs> what yeah I cannot believe people say that. But to him, and then he was like, oh, like that was like normal to him. He was like, oh, it's fine. You look good. I'm like, oh. And, but I had an attitude for like 30 minutes, like a total American attitude. I, don't I had blame to bring you. it back together. No, what I had to pull is it back. wrong with people? Yeah. I almost was like, fuck That's you. That's not normal. Not going out with you. That's not normal for them to do that. He literally, like, the, well, I you, feel like people do make comments, like, you know, I don't know. I think maybe I would forgive Renzo as long as it's not an ongoing thing. Sure. Like if he's like fat shaming you or watching what you eat, mm-hmm. you know, I could never be with that. But I think sometimes like 
your partner can do that somewhat innocently, but um, Real Housewives of Orange County, I'm like ready to boycott. It's just disgusting what they're doing this woman. What? It's terrible. It's like, I don't know. Do you watch that episode? No. You don't watch them? Anyway, I watch all the Housewives okay. series, but um, essentially Shannon has gained like 50 pounds and she's been really, a lot's gone on in her marriage. Her husband cheated on her. They work through that, yada, yada. So she's now saying that it's basically because of stress of castmates that she's gained all this weight. But she just comes on and talks about how fat and ugly she is and like how, you know. Yeah. And then her trainer, like she went in to see her trainer this past episode and she takes off her shirt and he's just like, wow, wow. Oh, my. Wow. And he's like, and then she gets on the scale. They like publicly wear all the the shit that doesn't work. And then she's just sitting there to millions of American women going, yeah, you know, I'm just, I've really let myself go and I've done all this to myself and now I need to be on a diet. And I, you know, I just was going to go out to eat one last time and eat everything, which is all the shit that doesn't work. Diets yeah. don't yeah. work. Diets work for 5% of people. Mm-hmm. That's oh it. God. And it's like, uh, anyway, well, let me clarify I what I, how I feel about myself, just so you know. Okay, good. Yeah. We um, love you. The way I feel is <laughs> I've been eating and drinking for years. Like, I eat out a lot, I cook a lot. I drink a lot, okay? Love so it. I live big, but I've always been able to be thin. So now my clothes don't really fit like they used to, which is kind of crazy. And everything is kind of, I'm doing the same thing I always have been doing, which I go to the gym and I do all that. But I still, I, I was maintaining the weight for a long time, but now I'm gaining weight. Oh, I can see that. Just your body's I'm doing probably the changing. the same thing I've always been doing. I'm older. Right, right. Okay, that's, that's, it, that's what it is, kids. I'm older. <laughs> We can all we can just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah. we absolutely love you guys. You need to email us and weigh in on today's show. AJ, yes. people are going to want to follow up. They're going to be really concerned. Guys, if I'll let you know the full scoop. You, I'm going to kick his ass. He definitely. I gotta. I gotta bring him in. I. I, I gotta go. For, yeah. I gotta figure out what's what's going on. I don't think he would do that. Oh my god. No, he's breaking up with you. If he's going to do it, he has to do it live on this podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Like he does. Tell him that. You can tell him from us. We'll call him later. Where can people oh, follow you hilarious. on social media? I just changed my, uh, my I, I, this always happens. One second. Okay, no problem. You know when you change your stuff. <laughs> we'll come back to you. Paul Wharton, you can yes. email him. Paul Wharton Style at yahoo.com. That's it. That's Check it. out his website and Paul click Wharton on every damn ad on that website. Okay? Every <laughs> ad on there and check out uh, check out uh, my blog post on the Mervis Safari. That's going to be a lot of fun. And my happenings in Italy. And Sarah... And um, I are having an official race to the altar. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> Just like that CGI shark. You're It'll right. be CGI imposing me. <laughs> exactly. uh, we do have a, we have a new studio, and that's thanks to Pacers Running. So you need to check out some of their area locations. And also check out their podcast. If you're into running and fitness, it's called Pacer, Pace the Nation. You can just go to runpacers.com backslash podcast. So we're really grateful for them. We're going to be teaming up with them for several months. So thank you, Pacers. All right, guys. What else do we have to hit? So much fun. Oh so God. much fun. It's so great to be back so there's no place fun. like home no place like home i know we're so oh wait i gotta back. say one other well, thing yeah, of course, i on. went to diana ross last night what a way to come back so i want to shout out to the people <laughs> at wolf trap and tj pluck my homeboy who runs all concessions at wolf trap he hooked a brother up i was eating chicken tenders like a like a like, like a fat cat it was so fantastic but i was right six row center diana ross was fan freaking tastic oh my god we'll talk about that next week in an update on aj love all right it. everybody love you bye. bye bye guys love you irene love you irene <laughs> bye irene bye. <laughs>